This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 189 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, 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 and oh, yes. <laughs> you know what's up. Each week, we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B, who is back this week. Yes, give it up for Tanya B. She's back. Man, man, it's hard to believe, y'all, that we are at episode uh, like 189, only 11 episodes from episode 200. <laughs> so, you know, I, I need your help. Uh, I don't know. What should we do for 200? Just let us know. Go to castropolis.net. Shoot us a note. Leave, leave us a voicemail. I love that stuff. Go ahead and do that. All right, in this week's episode, it's more indictments, more problems for Cheeto and friends. Cheeto Jesus just continues to spiral downward. And at the release of this episode, he's five days away from the August 25th surrender date that's been handed down by Fonnie Willis. Uh, the Newsmaker crew is here. We'll talk about it. Plus, my shy update uh, is coming up season six, episode three. It's house party, but it's everything but a happy house party. Kind of happy, but mm, a whole lot of drama as they do with the shy. You know what they do. Tanya B is back with the tea. We'll find out how Kiki keeps it moving. And as always, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being here for another week. So let's go ahead and kick it. Syracuse Mike, what you got in the news, bro? News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted in Fulton County. The Georgia indictment is the unprecedented fourth time that a former president has been indicted. This indictment comes as no surprise and centers around the election probe in our state. It's tied in part to that well-known telephone call where Trump tells Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. Because we won the state. The indictments handed up involve Trump and several people, including Rudy Giuliani and former chief of staff Mark Meadows. The deadline for Donald Trump to make his first appearance in a Georgia courtroom after being indicted for allegedly attempting to overturn the 2020 presidential election is Friday, August 25th. This fourth indictment came from Fulton D.A. Fonnie Willis. The indictment includes 41 felony counts and is 97 pages long. Those charges are against 19 defendants, ranging from Trump to his former attorney, Rudy Giuliani, and former White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows. The focus of the Georgia case is broad, ranging from Trump's call to the Secretary of State to the harassment of poll worker Ruby Freeman. The former president and his campaign called the charges politically motivated. Trump has consistently said all of the indictments against him are part of a Democratic effort to stop his re-election. On his social media platform, Trump is promising an irrefutable report on Georgia election fraud will be released next week and will result in all charges against him and others being dropped. In a post on X, also known as Twitter, Governor Kemp wrote that anyone with evidence of fraud has failed to come forward under oath, adding elections in Georgia are secure. You're going to hear a lot about racketeering and Georgia's RICO law in this latest case. RICO stands for racketeer-influenced and corrupt organizations. Simply put, a RICO charge is generally used when you want to go after the ringleader and everyone working with that person. It's usually tied to organized crime cases. 
AP African American Studies may not be available for students in Arkansas after some state officials claimed its indoctrination. Several Republican-led states started reviewing college-level black history courses for high schoolers shortly after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis went after the course in January. March 4th is the date that Fulton D.A. Fonnie Willis has proposed for the trial against former President Donald Trump and 18 others. That date is actually the day before Super Tuesday, when the most delegates are up for grabs in the Republican presidential primary. March is also the scheduled month for the start of Trump's alleged hush money payment trial in New York. The names of the grand jurors in Fulton County have been circulating online. The jurors indicted former President Donald Trump and 18 others earlier in the week on state racketeering and conspiracy charges. In Georgia, the law calls for those names to be included on the indictment. Someone on a fringe social media site has located what are believed to be the addresses and pictures of some of the jurors. According to the group Media Matters, an anonymous user called the list of jurors' names a hit list. Of course, that has led to threats. The full the county sheriff's office is working with local and federal authorities to identify the origin of the threat. The top emergency management official for Maui is defending the decision not to activate Hawaii's state-of-the-art siren alert system before the wildfire reached Lahaina. There are no sirens, Malka, or on the mountainside where the fire was spreading down. So even if we sounded the siren, it would not have saved those people on the, on the mountainside. As of now, we know the wildfires killed 114 people. That official, Herman Andea, has resigned following heavy criticism. Remember that big press conference by Donald Trump scheduled for Monday? It's been postponed. Trump said he would release a so-called detailed and irrefutable report that would clear him and his allies of wrongdoing following the latest indictment by a Georgia grand jury. The former president says his lawyers have advised him to wait and present that evidence in court. The New York Times has reported that Trump's legal advisors have grown increasingly concerned about the information he is sharing publicly. You think? Hey, what's up, y'all? Appreciate it, Mike, man. Thank you so much for the headlines. It is craziness. And I'm here to tell you right now for episode 89, 189, uh, we will we will not be spending all our time talking about Trump because we would be talking about Trump every second, every minute, every episode. So so we do bonus episodes. Myself and Harold Michael Harvey go a little bit more in depth. But I will tell you that uh, I will get some opinions from the crew. But first of all, let me introduce the crew, y'all. Uh, he is here, the one and only. Y'all check him out, um, Talib Shabazz. Yes, at a club near you. As we were talking, <laughs> I said, check him out at a club because Talib still spins, all right? So, so you know, we, we have these conversations before we start the actual show, the podcast where we talk about the news. And Vi, you said what? You asked me what? I said, you're making it hard for me to to select a place to live because I'm looking to move in three years because I'm retiring in three years and I'm going to move to Columbus to get closer to my family which is near Atlanta. Yeah. And you're just so, making it rough to my... <laughs> it's so easy to be shot. I'm going, what? Well, we're talking about the shootings. We're talking about the shootings and and, and Georgia is, what, open carry? Or is open it? carry. It is open carry. You open have, carry. Don't even have to have a license on you. Nope. Don't even have a license. So, so Talib, who is a club, you know, Talib does clubs. You know, he spins. And yeah. your buddy was saying, what, Talib? About Man, clubs? That, uh, I can't, I'm not going to reveal the name of the club <laughs> only because I don't want to start a panic. <laughs> Please don't. Case. But, 
Yeah, he's like, you know, my uh, my guy does club security. And he says that, yo, since Georgia has passed this open carry law, he said, you know, folks will just be... He said he's had several occasions where people were just around the outside of the nightclub with guns out. Hmm. Like, you know, like, he's like, he's like, now I have to carry. Because, you know, if they're working on the outside, you know, and they're, and you know, nightclubs in Atlanta have police officers right there, you know, as, yeah, as their wow. outside security. So and we have police officers like, and security. Yes. And the police officer is like, hey, man, what can I do? You know, hmm. what can yeah. I do? And, you know, this is, he's like, it's the law. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so, so, this is ahead, crazy right now. Well, I, I will just say, I mean, and, and, you know, as somebody who used to spin, I used to DJ, I used to be in clubs. I mean, there's always potential for some shiggity. You know, there's like one on one hand, you know, you got people who might step on your foot, you know, and not say, excuse me. Then it's like you looked at my girl the wrong way. You put your hand on my girl. You know, but, you know, just, but we didn't so shoot much. We didn't like, shoot. Saying, we didn't <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, because but now, fight. right? Because <laughs> back then it might have been knuck if you buck, you know. Right. But yeah, yeah. But you, <laughs> know, you look at him, you size up, out. you say, you look at him, you size muscle. Well, I don't want none of that. We keep on going, <laughs> right? Right? You know, you don't know who knows MMA these days, so you know. That dude don't even care. He just pull out a pistol, dude. You know, I would take you out. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Right, you know, just that. Like, you just, I, I you just really ended my clubbing days, then, man. You just, right. I, it, was, it was almost over there, but you just almost sealed the fate on it. <laughs> Don't worry, by the clubs that you go to, ain't nobody sitting there shooting. They're, 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 they got the shiny suits and everything. Hey, I like to go with the info. I like to sneak in with the info just to see, see what's going on every now and then, you know. Don't like sneak to, in with the Hey, I like to play my Zaddy every now and then. You know, I like to play my Zaddy every now and then, you know. Right, right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this for my folks who've been around. I'm going to say this for my folks who've been around in ATL long enough. Why stay at the chit chat? Y'all know. Y'all know. <laughs> Stay in the chit chat club. Okay, I'm leaving it there. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Stay in the chit chat by the shiny suits. Shiny uh, suits. Yes. All okay. right, bro. All right, bro. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, hey, hey, Fulton County. Um, you know the indictment went down. I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time on it. Like I said, Harold Michael Harvey and I spend more time talking about Trump, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time here. Uh, Fulton County indictment has gone down. Rudy, uh, Mark Meadows are included. And it's funny because Rudy used to use Rico. Now he's yeah. on the other end of Rico. Right. Um, and they have to turn themselves in by uh, to the Fulton County Jail for arraignment on, by August 25th. Yeah, I want so that shot. Get that book shot. Yeah. As we take, you know, well, we're a week out. And I don't think anybody's turned themselves in. And you know what? Let me say this. Um, Fulton County Jail is atrocious. Uh, it is uh, it's under investigation by uh, the DOJ, Department of Justice. Right. I will tell you that it needs to be either shut down or taken over. It's atrocious. Just as we take today, another inmate has died. It's almost like we have an inmate dying every other week or every month. 
and and it just needs to be. Yeah, it's atrocious. It's a deathbed. It is a deathbed. So if you want to put these folks in there, that's cool with me. (laughs) (laughs) And that will solve a lot. It will solve so many issues. And it will it will save the taxpayers much money, very a whole lot of as as uh, as 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 the orange guy would say, much money, many many much much money, many. Uh, But March fourth, the trial has been set. Uh, and that's according to Fonnie. Fonnie Willis has said that the trial will be March 4th, uh, 2024. And we'll see because there's so much so much intersection going with all yeah. these trials. But I'm not going to get I mean, but let's get real quick uh, and, and don't spend a whole lot of time on it. I just want to get since we've gone through the week and, and I'll start with you, Bob, um, just a quick take on the events of this week and what you think it means. The indictment. Go ahead. I just think it's unreal. It's like black like men that really. I'm going. Everybody keep talking about democracy, political president, but did he do it? Is anybody concerned about did he do it? Yeah. Did he do it? Did he really try to steal the election? Yes. So if he didn't try to steal the election, I get it. But he did do it. So why are we trying to? Pro- why? Why? We should prosecute him. Why am I asking the question? Did he do it? Right. Because yeah. we, we know he did it. Tlaib, I'll go to you. Go ahead, Tlaib. Yeah, I'm just saying, we know he did it. He's, he's, they've got a phone call where he's asking for the, you know, for the, the finding of the votes. Um, there's, you know, Rudy Giuliani has already testified and saying that he was lying about this. So really, I mean, there's no reason why Jack Smith or Fonnie Willis can't really just pick up this confession that they already got from Giuliani and say, look, here's the proof. Yeah. You know, this, this, this he did, testified this under oath. So, hmm. yeah, exactly. Why? What are we talking about here? Before so why are we, what, why would we make such a big deal out of this? He did do it though. So if he did yeah. do it, what's the problem? He did it. Right. Look, so he can, can I can I say something? And, and and this is gonna sound crazy, but it's almost as if they know he did it, his attorneys know he did it, but they are just trying to set up a premise or some type of defense to say that yes, he did it, but because he's president, he can do it. No. Because he's Donald Trump. I'm look, I'm just <laughs> telling you. That the, the, the defense will be if it's just like the defense that says if you believe it then it must be true that's crazy my point is though I want to say this fucking crazy my, my point is then say that say it say own up to it say we know we did it but he should have we know we did it but since he's president he done anything wrong but they ain't saying that they said we right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bye. Bye. Hang, hang on. Okay. Hang on, Vi. Jump instantly. Let's get off this because we got okay. another stuff. Go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick, I, I I find it funny that they're saying, okay, yeah, we've got this, we've got all this irrefutable, irrefutable evidence that he hasn't, that he's innocent, and that election was stolen, but they're trying to move the election two and a half years out. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But but state charges won't allow you to to pardon yourself. Yeah, you know and see that's, that's the problem right there. Right, right. He, he has to do at least five years where you can ask a pardon. 
Well, I'm gonna say this, and and let's move on to the next the next story. Uh, all I all I have to say is uh, anybody who's willing to defend him with this type of defense has a problem. And 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 I'm talking about you are. I mean, mentally, you have a. I mean, I, I know there are people out there who believe everything he says, but apparently, you don't remember the Donald Trump that I remember before he even got into politics. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 I'm gonna leave it at that. But I'll I'll give you the last word. Go ahead, Vi. I just want to say I was looking at the internet and they were showing what he interviewed Hillary Clinton when she was running for president, and she said. This is what's going to happen if he ever become president. If he ever lose, he's going to say we're out to get him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Hillary, Hillary was prophetic. I'll leave it at that. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, y'all. Retired NFL star Michael Orr and uh, his adoption out of poverty uh, it was the subject of the big movie. 2009, uh, The Blind Side. Everybody around the world, no matter where you are, has probably heard about the wealthy white family adopting um, this big black kid who turned out to be an NFL player. Uh, Well, he has petitioned in Tennessee, in the Tennessee court, and it happened this week, uh, basically with allegations saying uh, that the central element of the story was a lie, which caught me off guard. I was like, whoa, whoa. I mean, what does this mean for like you know, Arnold Drummond <laughs> and Webster now. <laughs> was, no, I'm just joking. But anyway, you know, that was a lie and it was all done to enrich the family. Uh, he's got a 14-page petition filed in Shelby Court, Shelby County, Tennessee, uh, and, you know, in the probate court. And he's saying that, um, and you might know how to say their names, Sean and Leah and Leanne Tui. Tui. Um, Tui. Who took uh, or into their home as a high school student, never adopted him. They never adopted him. Instead, less than three months after Orr turned 18 in 2004, the petition says the couple tricked him into signing a document making them his conservators, uh, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. I'm going to go to you, Tilly, first. You know, thoughts, man. Uh, okay. Well, you know, at first, when I when I first heard the story, I was thinking, man, this is messed up. You know, I mean, everybody, conservatorships are now on everybody's mind because of what was happening with Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. You know, so now people are aware that this is something that can be restricting to the person who is the conservative, I guess, as opposed yeah. to the conservators. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, but... It just didn't see. It didn't seem right because you know, in the movie, you know, and the movie was dynamite movie. Sandra Bullock, you know, really did her thing in the movie and deserved. I, I felt like you know when I watched the movie back in '09, that this was you know it was a feel good thing. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah, we have the dynamic of the the white rescuers to the to the young Negro, you know, who's you know, needs to, whose family life and all, whatever, wasn't the greatest and now they've come and they've helped him you know um, I think that you know, and I was I was really annoyed I was really annoyed when I first started hearing about it, and then the more I started actually doing, you know, my due diligence on the, the backstory, you know Michael has written a memoir 
that came out in what 2011, right? Where he is acknowledging it the was conservative, right? So is it is it really that they are were they were they really lying to you? Is something else going on with this family dynamic? Your mother was a part of the hearing where they were granted the conservatorship. So mm. I can't believe now I could I could see you saying that I didn't know all that was involved in it. But you knew you weren't adopted because you were 18. You know, and that's that's the reason why the conservatorship was supposedly put in place so that you can we can you can be acknowledged as part of this whole and we can move you forward. You know, um, right now, I really don't know what to say. I'm not really sure what's going on. I know that there are still things that haven't been said by, by both sides. You yeah. know, there, there's got to be something else going on. I mean, they had an interview with Michael's brother where he was like, hey, man, you know, this was there was a family chat that was going on, you know, four or five years ago where something like this was discussed. You know, so I'm not really I'm not really sure what the underlying cause was that makes him come out now. But I'm hoping that everything can be settled quickly because, you know, it's it's ugly when you got family business. It's It's not just it's not just, you know, somebody taking advantage of a random. This is family business, you know. So so they're going to have to work that out. I'm just hoping that, you know, they can come to some type of. Um, you know, some kind of resolution before mm-hmm. long because it does, yeah. you know, it. the thing is, is that something like this has the uh, has the potential to really fester and become ugly. If okay, it, I'm going to go to you, Vi. I'm going to go to you. Go ahead, Vi. Well, I think it's a limited of both. He can't sit here and say he did not know. It's clearly, when you look into it, it's clear he did know. Now, he can't say that he know what conservatorship gave him the right to do, but he knew he was not adopted. And the bigger question is, why is there still a conservatorship? This dude, it should have ended soon as he soon, soon as he signed that contract with uh with the with uh, the Ravens, that should have ended it. Yeah. Now he can complain about that. Now I don't, I don't know how they can explain that why they still got it. And also, I don't know. Now, if they made a lot of money, they say they made, and he didn't get any of the money, okay, that's wrong. But from what I'm seeing, they didn't make no money either. And then I'm here, they offered him the royalties, and he turned them down. Because I listened to this one podcast, the guy who played football with him, he said he never, the football player said, he never watched the movie because he knew the football player. Like, what's the guy's name? Michael Orr. Michael Orr, yeah. He was a teammate of Michael Orr. He said he never wanted to watch the movie because Michael Orr let it be known to the team, his teammates, he did not like that movie. Wow. He said, because it made him seem dumb. And then they said, when you read, they said, but but the book doesn't say that. The movie did that. But the book then, the book said that he was very intelligent and very smart. They said the the, the free thing he lacked, it wasn't because he was dumb because. And the environment he brought in where he missed certain parts of the education. But they say he was very smart and very intelligent. The movie just made a lie out of a lot of stuff. Like they said, like they showed the little kids teaching them how to play football. Now, that wasn't true. The movie right. showed the mom teaching them how to play football. Mm-hmm. That wasn't yeah. true. You know, and I think he, that's what he, he 
that's what he should say. So I think it's kind of go both ways. But like I said, they did take advantage of the situation because why are y'all still the conservatorship? And y'all have been telling the whole world that y'all adopted him. She has made a living doing. She has made her living doing that by going making speakers announcements. Speech. She being like a speaker. She get paid paid to be a speaker. Her conservatorship. She got money for doing that kind of stuff. The kid he works at Florida State based on that movie. Yeah. The daughter is a what you call an influencer because of that movie. So right. they did make money off of him, and like he's saying. Why are y'all still conservatorship? Y'all have made this money off my name for the last 20 years. It's time to stop. Right. Well, let, me, let me say, and, I, and I'll go back to you, Tlaib. I know you, you had something to add on, but I, I'm going to say I'm an adoptee, okay? So, so you know, for me, when I first heard it, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all, y'all pimping? You know, you know what I mean? I mean, they did pimp. And, and, and let me say this. Let me say this. They did pimp. I will, because you heard people disparage, uh, what's the actress? Um, God, man. Sandra uh, yeah, people, and, and let me tell you, in real life, Sandra Bullock actually adopted black kids. Yeah, I don't know leave, if you know that. Yeah, leave her alone. You know, she was an actress. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, from her standpoint, you know, she adopt. I mean, you know, you've got actresses who adopt kids, you know, uh, they don't put them out in public, you know, and, and, and they're from either orphanages, you know, they're in situations where, uh, you know, those, those kids, you never know how they would have turned out, right. you know. With him... I, you know, the other thing I'd like to know is when they adopted him, did they look at it from a potential standpoint or did they look at it from an aspect of we love this kid and we want to help him have a good life? And that part, you never was know. that part we'll never know. And right. that's, either that's, you gonna believe him yeah. or them. Right. And that's going to be the, the I think I, I don't know if it's going to come down to that in court. But ultimately, you got to ask what was the what was their intent in the adoption in the first place, yeah. or or the conservatorship. Okay. The other thing, and, and real quick, uh, the other thing is he's writing. A, I guess he's releasing a book, a new book. Yeah, another. And and you just never know, man. Some of these publicists are out there. You know, uh, you know, you just never know. But you know, this ain't the, this ain't the first time I've heard this though. I've heard this many years ago, but I just thought when I saw it the first time, I said, eh, that. Unless he, I said, unless he said, I'm not gonna believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he no, came no, out and no. said it. Oh, go ahead, Vi. Well, once he came out, I said, oh, so there's some truth to this, then. Uh, right, right. Last yeah. word on it to leave, and then I'm gonna go around the horn. So, last word on this. Go ahead, um, real quick, real quick, right. sixty seconds. Yes, I think that if we didn't learn anything else from the NWA Straight Outta Compton movie, that biopics are not a hundred percent truthful. Correct. So there is definitely embellishments that were happening to make the movie get the kind of reaction that it got. So oh, yeah. it's yeah, entertainment. I'm just going to hold off. I'll just hold off until everything comes, you know, until it actually comes. Well, you, you look at every biopic, you know, from the Jackson biopic to, you know, uh, to, to Queen biopic, you yeah, know, the Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, everything has a level of, I mean, they enhance, embellish always. So, yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Lots yeah. of back and forth. Uh, but ultimately, you know, the truth will come out and, yeah. and, 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 and we'll see how it goes. All right, real quick, uh, let's go around the horn. But I'll start with you. Uh, what's your big story of the week, man? My big story of the week is uh, what's going on in Cobb County. They fired this teacher for reading a book. And they said based on gender equality. And basically what she's saying, to me, it's like, 
We're almost as bad as Florida. The only difference between us, we have not had a governor went out and said he supported, and we have not said that slavery is a benefit. But other than that, we are down with what Florida do. We are down with not teaching about black history. We're down by not teaching about gender equality. We're just not putting it out there. But we're doing the same thing because they fired this lady like the lady said. Y'all have not put it in writing. And what they said was, she is right. We have not put it in writing. But for her to put that book out there and have no regrets, she might do it again. So they fired her anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, just, you know and, it just, and it just happened in Cobb County. Yeah, it just happened as we taped uh, a day ago. Yeah, right. maybe within the last day or so. And I, I will say, uh, you know, we're losing a lot of good teachers because yeah. of this. We should. Because my thing is, if you are so hell-bent on what your kid learn, become a teacher. Because yeah. all these teachers quit, who will teach me? You're going to be right. doing homeschool. Okay. And they're going to be, yeah. be dumb as hell. <laughs> homeschool, yes. and you're teaching them too. You didn't know that was a pronoun? Uh, I know Jesus saved us though. That ain't gonna, that ain't gonna get you your degree. <laughs> all I can think about when I when I hear homeschooling is the uh, the uh, all the wine videos that I was seeing on TikTok during the pandemic. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my mom. She is intelligent for her education. She got, but hey, that she could not have taught me no algebra and no calculus. Yeah. So true, so true. And same thing, you know. Even though I went to college, once my kids got to that 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 funky calculus, I got to do. I'm done. I, you you pay yeah. my. As long as you got to do algebra too, I can't teach you nothing else. Look, right. I don't want to touch the middle school and high school stuff. That's what I'm Look, hey. But you talking about home, hey, you talking about homeschool. Yeah, go ahead. All right, Tlaib, what's your big, what's your big story, Tlaib? Thanks, bye. Thanks, bye. Uh, <laughs> um, I've got another uh, what's done in the darkness shall always come to the light. Um, my story this week was actually what I wanted to, I had seen it a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't have a chance to speak on it then. Uh, it looks like there was a settlement reached in the um, Henrietta Lacks um, spell pit. Um, mm-hmm. Ben, Ben Crump, you know, the new, the new, uh, the new legal eagle when it comes to racism, um, secured a undisclosed amount for the Lacks family. Um, they said that uh, Thermo Fisher Scientific, who were the people that they were going after, tried to have these uh, the claims drop because they said that they were too old. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, yo, you took something, you took my, a piece of my mother, and have now created an entire industry based upon the cells from my mother, and you're going to tell me that you're not going to honor, you're not going to honor that and honor her. Oh, no, I'm going to need my cash. But I will tell you what I did. I, I've been trying to, now that I knew, when I found out that Ben Crump was the attorney for this one as well, I'm like, Yo, what is Ben Crump's win-loss record really like? Well, it's think, not, you know, you it's not win-loss. It's you not win-loss. It's right. settled. It's settled. Right. It, it's all about settlement. You know, yes. there's never really, it doesn't go to court. Right. right. And this guy has gotten over $200 million for families that he's represented. Yeah, so, and you know what? If that's the only way, 
You know, I, I used to I used to kind of uh, wave the flag, especially when it came down to police, you know, police shootings, because I felt like we need to take this to court and we need to fix the laws right. because no laws are being changed. Right. But, you know, if, if it's helping those families cope and, and helping them move forward, then so be it. But eventually we got to get these laws changed. Yeah, so, a couple you know. million will make you feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it'll make it feel better, but you know, it don't solve the big picture. But hey, as far as my my living standard, his ain't greatly improved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you mine, and and I'm gonna keep it light. I'm gonna keep it light this week because because I've been dealing with this Trump stuff, and I just need something light. I will say this: I am I am ecstatic, and I'm gonna give it an applause. Stephen A. Smith and Shannon A. Sharp are teaming up. I don't know if his name, middle name is A or not. I just said that. It's all right. Stephen A. Smith. It's Stephen A. Smith. And Shannon Sharp are teaming up on first take. And and I think what they're going to do is epic. They're going to do football because, uh, as you know, football season is upon us. Every Monday and Tuesday on ESPN. I'm not promoting that for the hell of it. I'm just telling y'all that I hope they kick Skip Bayless's ass. I yeah. just want to say that. Yeah. But he's already been skipped. They already no. I want ass kicking now. <laughs> I just don't want defeat. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing, and, and I'll end it with this. The other thing is, I really do. I mean, Fulton County Jail is atrocious. It is. It's ridiculous. I mean, people are going in with misdemeanors and dying. And dying. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about these hardcore criminals who are in gangs go in and kill by the gang members. These people are just mysteriously going in with misdemeanor. It sounds like what's the poppy papillon? It sounds like yeah. it's a Turkish prison. Yeah. Well, see, you know, here's the thing. Unfortunately, I, I actually spent a few days in Rice Street, Rice Street, and you will get lost. They can't wait to lose you in the system. See, you know what I mean, so it is a it, Turkish prison. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly, and that's why it didn't surprise me when I heard about the guy dying because of the bed bugs. You know, the sister who got who got killed or who died in there on the misdemeanor, whatever charge she had. I mean, this is look. There have been fourteen deaths over the last twelve months. So, what is wow. that? You know, it's and, horrible. It's I horrible. mean, and, and the the world needs to know about it. There's no defending the sheriff and no defending the county and the DOJ needs to come in. Merrick Garland, this is not something you need to be dragging your feet on. You need to come in and take over this yeah. jail. After these guys go in. Yeah, after, after, yeah. after Trump goes in. Wait, wait a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> Drag a little bit, <laughs> but right, anyway, right. take care of the people that are in there now. But don't change the conditions too much until Trump and Giuliani get. That's in. what I'm saying. Let, let Meadows, Trump, <laughs> and Giuliani get in there first. But the thing is, they haven't really, they haven't really made a big deal about it though. What made made a big deal about what? But then, what's, the, what's going on in Fulton County? Right, y'all, y'all. Oh, oh see, see, you, you. Let me say this, Vi. You are south of us. Okay. okay? So, uh, you know, we hear the daily Atlanta, Fulton County news. It's a big deal. Okay. And the DOJ has taken over. That's but but, but, That's but let me tell you, Merrick Garland, you can't drag you can't drag your feet on this. It's horrible. This is like, you know, you remember that movie Pop Papillon with Steve McQueen and Dustin and, you know, and, and, and Dustin Hoffman. 
back in you know back in the day these i mean you know you never know what's going to happen when you go in you know these you know mothers are losing their sons i mean i'm not i'm just talking about minor minor charges they go in and die this is ridiculous it's a turkish prison but i just yeah. want to say that y'all love your thoughts go in to castropolis.net in america uh, i'll get back to you but i'll let you close it out yeah in america dude in america in America, it's bad. But go to castropolis.net, hit the people poll, love your comments, love your feedback, uh, and I'll play it back. And I know, guys, you know, I know people want to be hard on crime, but, you know, everybody gets due process. Everybody gets due process. They don't go to jail to die. Right. Right. That's not the case. But you have one more one more thing to say, and then we'll wrap it. Well, people, I want you all to think about what's going on in Florida. It's happening in Georgia. Pay attention. They are, they are teaching the same thing in our schools. They're just not putting it out there because they don't want to go through. They don't want to go through the same thing Florida going through. So, people, it's happening. It's happening. Pay attention. All right. All right, y'all. Well, you know, thank you, Vi. Again, country commentator in the building. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Big thanks to Talib Shabazz. Yes. <laughs> Supreme. Hey, Nathan, Tweed, you come to Atlanta, you gotta let me know if I can sneak up in there. Hey, hey man, man, look, well, come anytime. And, and all I got, hey, no, no, let me let me end it so we can move on. Let me end it. Stay at the chit chat. That's I want to go with right? Hugo, man. Why you, why you want to put me in the chit chat? Why, why you want to do that? Hey, let me let me say, <laughs> let's leave it at that. Stay in the chit chat. All right, y'all, with that. We're going around the corner to Bigelow's. We're going around the corner to Bigelow's. All right, All right, with that, let's go ahead. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. We'll come back with, back with Tanya B and the T. Appreciate y'all, man. Take care. More. This is the G Podcast after the break. Hey, everybody. What's up? It's Tommy B from This Is The G Podcast. We are now halfway through 2023. And if you've been thinking about starting your own podcast uh, in 2024, I'd love to have a chat with you. The Castropolis Podcast Network is currently accepting new shows. And if you have a clear vision and a unique voice, let's get in touch. Reach out to me at info at castropolis.net or visit the website castropolis.net. Simply click on the Contact Us button. So go to castropolis.net, click on Contact Us and just leave me a message. I'm Tommy B from This Is The G Podcast, and I can't wait to help you start your very own podcast journey today. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Yes, yes, yes. Your girl is back. It's me, it's me, it's Tanya B. So glad to be back. And I'm just going to get right to it to give you this installment of the entertainment GT right here on This Is The G Podcast. Try to keep up with me. I got a lot to tell you in a little bit of time. First, I want to say congratulations to Russell Wilson and singer Sierra. They are expecting baby number four. And based on the photos I've seen, this could be a Christmas baby. Also want to say congratulations to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. They are now the parents of a baby girl. And Kiki Palmer, her baby daddy, whatever his name is, well, they have apparently gone their separate ways. The baby is six months old. Kiki is rediscovering herself in many ways. And then there was a situation with Usher in Las Vegas that turned into a song called Boyfriend. She is hot and steamy in the video. Now, Kiki, we know one thing. She keeps a job. Baby daddy, he gonna have to get a job because a couple aren't married and how he thinks he's going to get spousal support mm, 
remains to be seen. Now he's claiming he wants child support in full custody because he says Kiki works all the time while she has to work because guess what, dude? You ain't got no job. Okay. The 2023 Emmy Awards will occur. Check this out, Tommy B. Martin Luther King Day of 2024. Anybody care? Not me. Another anybody care? Tiffany Haddish. I wish she'd make better decisions, baby girl. She's really trying hard now with this reality dating show where the contestants are homeless men dating successful women. Somebody getting paid because that does not happen in real life. And keep, uh, not, ooh, Tiffany, girl, this is not your ministry. Go over there and fold some laundry and you men, go get a place to live and get your own address. Rest in peace to Magoo, one half of of the 90s. They were hot for a minute. Timbaland and Magoo, remember them? Up jumped the boogie. Part of the basement crew with Missy Elliott, Genuine, and Aaliyah. Well, he has passed away at the young age of 50 from a stroke. If you've seen the video, Tyrese, I say, stay off social media. Now he is suing Home Depot, claiming racial profiling. And there's different scenarios that have come forward about this lawsuit. But I guess Tyrese needs some money. For all of you that knew about Essence Magazine in the 70s, it was kind of a rival of Ebony Magazine, but it was the place to go for all things black. I'm talking fashion, beauty, music, you name it. Well, there's a documentary. It's a five-part docuseries that is now airing on the OWN Network. Okay, now, inquiring minds want to know, was this whole thing was Viacom wanting to sell Viacom Paramount wanting to sell BET, BET Plus and VH1 uh, to Tyler Perry well when Tyler Perry got the money Byron Allen got the money now they're saying oh we want one more billion we want three billion but you know what it could be a blessing in disguise because Tyler Perry truth be told and Byron Allen who has actually started his own network don't really need them I think they just didn't want anybody with a particular pigmentation situation to be in charge and that's just my my opinion and nothing more okay uh, there are a lot of things going on this year with uh, hip-hop turning 50 there's something going on every day somewhere in America but my question is who's really making the money okay well one thing I will tell you uh, the Roots leader Quest Love has a book coming out next year called Hip Hop is History there's a Women of Hip Hop documentary on Netflix and there's also a Biz Markey documentary on Showtime produced by his wife nobody beats love is you know you know how we do that also this Lizzo mess it's kind of died down but there are now six more dancers who have come forward with charges and allegations and lawsuits and all that mess well Lizzo will not be headlining the Made in America Fest in Philly they actually canceled it and she will not be headlining the 2024 Super Bowl halftime show the word from the curb is that Usher is the lead contender but the Super Bowl is in Vegas Usher's already there with the residency it makes sense to me remember this name Nichelle Lewis. She's a TikTok singer who beat out thousands of others for the role of Dorothy in the Broadway revival of The Wiz. Also starring Wayne Brady, the new pansexual, Avery Wilson and Deborah Cox. And The Wiz is being produced by Candy Burris and her husband Todd. So remember the name, Nichelle Lewis. Now, listen to this. I do want to say congratulations to Melba Moore. She got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. But you also remember I told you, even last year, there is a 
costs attached to getting the star. And if you got the cash, you can get the star. Okay. Melba Moore got Cat Williams to pay the $75,000 fee for her to get a star. Now she deserves her flowers. Don't get me wrong. But to me, the honor is not what it used to be because now it's all just a money grab. And I just will put it out there and say, that's how Ashanti got hers. Hmm. Her star. Word from the curb again is that the so-called newly healed Jamie Foxx is looking to rekindle his romance with the actress Katie Holmes, ex-wife of Tom Cruise. And close friends are now saying that Jamie has changed for the better since his mystery illness. Mm-hmm. Now, Boone Thugs and Harmony, remember, it's the first of our moms. Wake up, wake up, wake up. They were recently honored with the street in their name. But inquiring minds want to know who stole the street sign. And finally, Tory Lanez has been sentenced to 10 years for shooting Meg the Stallion. Okay, you know what? Bye, Felicia. And, you know, it's almost the uh, birthday. Next week will be Michael Jackson's birthday. He passed away in 2009. But this week, a California high court has cleared the way for two sex abuse lawsuits to move ahead after they were dismissed back in 2021. That's all I got. Ain't got no more. It's your girl, Tanya B. I'm back here now sipping this tea each and every Sunday. This is the G Podcast. Go to the YouTube channel. Check us out. Go to the website. We are back. We are here. And I'm telling you, you're going to love it. All right, Tommy B. Take it back away. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful week, everybody. What you watching this week, Tommy B? Hey, y'all. It is the Shy Update. Shy Talk, episode three, season six. It's the house party. Spoilers ahead, y'all. So you might want to pause and play after you watch. But here's some highlights, man. Emmett and Keisha hold a house party to christen their new home on the west side. And while intentions are good, they quickly learn it's time to find new friends. Their high school friends are trifling. Their parents seem to be consistently questioning their staying power and why they're not married. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) You know how it goes. Also, all the wrong forces seem to collide in this house party. You got Duda, Trig, Emmett's protective father, Darnell. Rob shows up with Tiff looking for answers for his mom on, you know, who killed Q, questioning Duda's henchman. Also, the henchman's trying to get up with Keisha because he was seeing her before her abduction. Man, it's messy. And why is Nina, Keisha's mom, being so hard on her? And Emmett. And Jada, Emmett's mom, is on a mission to hook up her friend Tracy, who's also ghosting Duda. So Jada, you need to stay out of that one. And the episode really gets heated when Darnell confronts Duda about his son Emmett, who, you know, got this housewarming gift from Duda, which I won't tell you. I'm gonna wait till y'all see it and it's intended only for Emmett to use. You know, he got his hands on it. Y'all can figure that out. That's all I got to say. This episode quickly goes from house party to house drama. On a brighter note, though, Trig asks Patima to move in and Papa steps up to defend his 19-year-old cougar love at Smokey's. Yes, yes, yes. But overall, the question still lingers for me. That big question is, who's gonna get off first? Who's gonna meet their demise first? We'll see. I welcome your thoughts. Hit me up at Castropolis Net. That's Shy Talk for this week. I'm Tommy B. As always, big thanks to Syracuse Mike, Tanya B, Vi, Talib. Thanks to the crew, Millennial Nick, Lady J, Regia, music by K-Dub. 
all those who help us make it happen every single week. Remember, every Sunday, 6 p.m., you can stream us first. The links are in social media or in the bio, whatever you find easiest for you. Go to castropolis.net. Don't forget, y'all, make sure you share the show. Don't cost you nothing. Go ahead and do that. And I got one final PSA uh, before we leave. And, and, and I've got to really say this, man. How long will the DOJ, the Department of Justice, wait before taking over Fulton County, the Fulton County Jail on Rice Street? You know, between 2009 and 2000, and actually, yeah, 2022. So between 2009, 2022, 60 uh, Fulton inmates have died. Um, this month, we've had three to die, two in one week. And the jail continues to remain over operational compa- capacity. So we got to do something, y'all. Um, so with that, I'll leave it at that. Love your comments. Go to castropolis.net. Hit us up on the people poll. Uh, but with that, episode 189 is in the can. Have a great week, y'all. Peace and power to the people. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.